Cat squinted against the spraying disinfectant as she scrubbed the end of Nathan's box spring. A droplet landed between her eyes and rolled down her nose. With a rubber-gloved hand, she smeared it, hating the smell of it, hating the very idea that she had to be doing this. Her head itched under its tight covering of towel and plastic hood. She shuddered. No, she told herself sternly. Do not scratch. There is no need. Mom! Katie's voice, shrieking from downstairs, startled her. I'm hungry. Me too. That was Nathan, with his voice far too big for a seven-year-old. Of course, Nathan was perpetually hungry. Maybe to feed that voice. He'd had a sandwich after she picked him up at school at three. Just a minute, she called. I'm almost done. With her teeth, she peeled back the cuff of an orange rubber glove to look at her watch. Lord, it was past dinner time. The kids were hungry and she had nothing prepared, and she'd been lying. She was not almost done. When she'd finished Nathan's bed, there was still her own to do, as well as the sofa and chairs in both the family and living rooms. That would all wait until after dinner but dinner would wait until she had Nathan's room back together. You can each have a banana, she shouted to the children before she stood and wrestled the bed out from the wall. Then, crawling along the floor, the long baggy legs of her white plastic painter suit unrolling and tripping her, she scrubbed the back side of the box spring. Should she attempt to turn it over and do the bottom? She tried to recall what the shampoo bottle had said. The little critters could live for some time away from the human body. Clothing, mattresses, bed linens, pillows all had to be cleaned. Mattresses, yes. But had they even mentioned the box springs? Probably they thought it went without saying. Reinfestation is common. Tell me about it, she muttered. She shuddered again and itched. The doorbell rang. Mom! Nathan's raucous voice bellowed again. Just a minute. Cat squirmed on her knees and tried to get out from behind the bed, which she could move no farther out from the wall due to the mattress lying on the floor. Oh, heavens. What if she'd put that clean, disinfected mattress right on a nest of the evil little things? Did they live in the carpet, too? She'd vacuumed. But was that enough? Should she have shampooed the rugs before she did the beds? Oh, hell, what she should have done was call an exterminator. But she'd been too embarrassed even to consider telling another living soul what had happened, not only to her children, but to herself. She'd driven clear across town to a strange drugstore to buy the shampoo. She clenched her teeth on another shudder of pure disgust and forced herself not to scratch. She was clean. She was squeaky clean. She knew that. She just wished she could convince her skin. The doorbell rang again. She also wished she had time for a nervous breakdown. She didn't want to see anyone right now. Mom, Dad's here. Seize the moment, Cat muttered to herself as heavy footsteps sounded in the hall along with a deep, laughing voice and two excited, childish ones. Nobody ever has time for a nervous breakdown. They simply happen.
Lie down on the floor, close your eyes, sink deep into a state of unconsciousness. You may twitch a little and drool. Mom, are you praying? Nathan asked. For my immediate disappearance, I'm sure. That was her ex-husband.